Wow, what a uh, what a crazy time we're living in right now. I honestly don't feel as though the United States has has had such a feeling of uh, a bleak outlook maybe since 9-11. I mean, I wasn't really having memories during 9-11, but I don't think during my lifetime I've ever felt this sort of palpable tension um, in the country. So today I just wanted to give my two cents on everything that's going on with uh, the riots in Minneapolis and, and protesting in general over the last couple of months. So obviously I want to begin with what happened in Minneapolis to George Floyd. For anyone who doesn't know, which I doubt, but I'll just go over real quick. There was an accusation of uh, forgery in process. Um, so the police showed up and arrested Floyd and by all accounts from the video, it does not look like he was resisting arrest in any way. And after a period of time, he falls to the ground and then he is restrained by three officers and one of them, Derek Chauvin, um, he kneels on his neck for almost nine minutes. It was eight minutes and 46 seconds. And for the last two, two minutes and 53 seconds, he was completely unresponsive. And in when they finally got him in an ambulance, they checked his pulse and it was already gone when he was in the ambulance. So he was pronounced dead later in the hospital, but he was most likely dead right there on the pavement. And all four officers involved have been fired and now Chauvin has been arrested and charged with third degree murder. And it is most definitely entirely justifiable. What he did was vile and cruel. And watching that video, I just felt a a deep pit and or a deep feeling in my stomach that was just it was horrible it was awful to watch and i i was appalled by the entire thing no such maneuver is taught like that in uh in police training and what's even more scary and sad is that this officer he had a history of complaints including one use of excessive force that placed him on administrative leave in 2006 and he had also been involved in i think two other fatal shootings and then on top of that, he worked at the same night at the same nightclub as George Floyd, and this makes me think maybe the third degree murder charge isn't isn't the right course of action here because if the investigation continues and it's found that that he this was premeditated, he knew this man. How I, I mean, there that's a serious that's a serious problem, um, and I mean we'll we'll see as the investigation unfolds. President Trump has commented and said this is supposed to be of top priority this investigation. Um, and I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, but, but still this, this man had a record and, and this should have been recognized far in advance. And it's a shame to see that he was, uh, you know, essentially a ticking time bomb for something to go wrong. Um, now the, there were protests that followed right after this. And then, and the news I'm sure everyone's heard now is the rioting and the looting as well. Now, this is where some people may start to disagree with me pretty heavily um but i don't think it's controversial to hold the these two opinions at the same time that what happened to george floyd was absolutely unequivocally horrible and horrific but also that rioting and looting are are bad they're immoral uh we have to remember that dr martin luther king he was the pioneer for peaceful demonstration in the 20th century, maybe besides Gandhi, but certainly in the United States. And uh, on the on the right, 
there has been a lot of, on the political right, there's been a lot of talk lately about the evocation of Martin Luther King and his message of peaceful demonstration. He talked about how violence um, so often does not solve problems and often leads to more. And that has been widely circulated by folks on the right on social media. And the left has actually been countering what Martin Luther King has been saying, which is a little strange to think about, including his own son. Because everyone's circulating this quote that he had that said that writing is the language of the unheard. That's the quote, right? And this has been tossed around uh, between left and right wingers uh, across social media platforms. And I think it's important to to note the the meaning behind this quote, though. Because if we look at it, a lot of a lot of people on the left have been using this to justify the riots, right? Because it's the voice of the unheard, and and if if people are unheard, they 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 will find a way to to get their message across, right? However, what he said is not not the power behind that quote is not justifying its morality. Rioting and looting, especially looting, are immoral. I don't think that's a very controversial thing to say. He the, his quote is it's it's he's trying to um, justify the reasoning behind it. Not that it's not it's not that it's moral. Certainly not. And I, I'm almost I would I would put money on that Martin Luther King knew and and accepted that view. And looting to me adds a whole other element. Do you expect me like riots? I I somewhat even understand because honestly I I, I do get this part about the rioting. Throughout history, we do know that. Sadly, very sadly, violence sometimes is the answer. I am not pro-riots in this situation because especially if they're your own communities, I don't think that it's it's productive to be smashing smashing away windows in small businesses and restaurants and, and bars. And so now you're taking away from people's people's work and their livelihood, especially during a pandemic. It only adds, you know, a factor tenfold to what's the damages that are going on. So I don't think that's productive by any means. However, I do understand a few things about the riots. Sometimes peaceful peaceful protests and demonstration does not fully get the message across. Americans should know this, of course, because we had our own revolution because we were not being listened to when we tried it peacefully and we had to do something. There was the Boston Tea Party and a numero, a numerous there were and numerous other examples of not necessarily peaceful protests that led to a war, a revolution in which we gained our freedom. So I don't agree with the rioting and looting. However, I, I do agree with the principle that if you so desperately believe in a cause and you have tried peaceful protesting and you do not believe it works, then the next step is violent protest. And you have to be completely, you have to be completely accepting of the consequences that may fall upon you if you partake in something like this. So you should fully expect to be arrested and, and pay for damages because you, you are doing something immoral and illegal. But if, if you so desperately believe in something, then I understand that. I don't agree with these people who are rioting because of this. The notion is that the police system and the, the, the criminal justice system in the United States is deeply rooted in institutional racism. And I, I do not think that is the case. I think that officers like Derek Chauvin are, are part of a minority of officers who are probably out there looking to exercise their power 
be uh, beyond their beyond their their limitations. And I would not be surprised if racism was a driving factor behind some of these 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 uh, examples of police police brutality. But I do believe that this is a minority of police officers, and I think it's very cruel to 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 label all cops as 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 the same uh, as the same. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's in poor judgment to label all cops this way. There's a there's a hashtag trending on Twitter ACAB, which stands for All Cops Are Bastards, and you're seeing it everywhere. Abolish cops. All cops are pigs. I think that this is an awful message to send because of a couple things. One, it's clearly it's very clearly not true. When when you when when these uh, mostly black protesters are saying this, I mean, okay, so now you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. What about the African American? officers are they just well i mean what are they are they some sort of uncle tom in your eye like or what and i i've seen videos on on social media of black officers talking about the tragedy but saying that they took this job to fight that from the inside how are you going to call that person a bastard or a pig he the, he or she is very clearly trying to do some good and aside from race there are many 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 police officers who are who chose to do this job to protect people and not to exercise their power beyond their limitations and to just to just suggest that is completely it's it's, it's unbelievable it, it almost is i mean not, nothing about the situation is laughable but it's so unbelievable when someone says that it's almost like you can't take it seriously because it's so very seriously it's so it's so very obviously not true and i also think that Saying all cops are bastards, all cops are pigs, all cops should die is a bad thing because what I think is going to happen, now this is conjecture, I don't have any data on this, but my opinion is that if this is the rhetoric that is put forward, what you're going to do is there are going to be normal people who are looking for a career and they may be thinking about going into a career in law enforcement and stuff like this might turn them away from this this opportunity to become a police officer or any sort of law enforcement officer because they don't want to to carry that stigma behind it the the you know the notion that if i be if i take on if i wear this badge everyone's going to think i am a horrible person or a murderer or a pig right no one's going to want to do that these normal people are not going to want to do that who want to do it for good what you are going to do is you're really going to enrage and you're really going to encourage the the people who actually are these these bad racist sexist individuals who are who are just gunning to exercise this power all you're going to do is make them want to do it more and i don't think any amount of police training is going to be able to fix the this problem if 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 the, if you are a law enforcement officer who carries these these racist beliefs or uh homophobic or sexist beliefs you're that's and no amount of you know police training in the academy is going to fix that and you you're going that's going to be instilled in you from the moment you sign up to the moment you get the badge so that's not the answer and i don't think the answer either is just to label them all bad because that's going to just make it worse you're going to increase the amount of people because throughout history the it shows that if you tell someone not to do something they're going to want to do it more. Now, I want to do address the looting a little bit. Looting is the the looting that's going on is is even more unbelievable than the rioting. Because I just think just just stop for a second and think about this. Do you really expect me to believe that 
everybody who's looting is doing so solely for the 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 death of George Floyd and to protest that and you're not telling me that, that someone is looking at the situation and thinking oh look there's next month rent there's next month's rent in the ATM of the US bank or there's an, uh, you know I can get a, a 10 inch bigger TV from Target because it's being everyone everyone's smashing windows everyone's breaking in most I would say 90% of these people don't give a fuck and they're just doing it I'm talking about the looting specifically. People that are stealing, they're looking at it as, as an opportunity. They're looking at it as an opportunity to just get some free stuff. That's not that's not productive at all. At all, especially in the small businesses. What are you doing? There are there are there were pictures and videos of bars and restaurants that not chains, they're just small businesses, local businesses that were set on set of, set on fire. Why would you do that? You just put someone in your own town out of business. Now, the answer to this, I, you know, that's a question I ask myself, and the left has actually given some sort of an answer. And they say it's because, um, what was it today? I saw an exact phrase. It was that looting and rioting is okay as long as there, you do it in a system that values goods and services over human life. That, they're talking about capitalism. And let's first of all make the distinction that this is not a capitalism, a capitalism issue. This is this is a race issue. This is about the death of George Floyd and other black people who have been killed at the hands of white officers un, unlawfully, which in the case of George Floyd is 100% true. That is accurate. That is that was a completely unjustified uh killing and he is a murderer, Derek Chauvin. But that is not the issue. The issue is not that, you know, uh, Target is, you know, a, you know, a big a billion dollar corporation. That has nothing to do with this. The, the problem is these neo-Marxist types, which is the, I would, I would venture to say the vast majority of these protesters, these are, there's, they're neo-Marxists and mixed with this postmodern view that if you don't all think the same way, if you're, if, if even one of your political or personal values differ from this, this very strict set of neo-Marxist values, then you are immediately classified as other. And, and you are you are ostracized from this group. And so, of course, they're going to blame it on capitalism because to them, hating cops and hating capitalism are the same thing. It's all a part of the same worldview because to these to these left-wing people, to these left-wing, extre- left-wing extremists, you can't hold any other view outside that norm. And that's a very dangerous game they're playing because if we've learned anything from the extreme left-wing governments from the 20th century, is that it led to the deaths of millions upon millions of people. Now, I want to switch a little bit here to protesting in general. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the protests from last month in April, um, about the protests of the, the virus and not wearing masks, because there's been a lot of comparisons on social media to these these riots going on right now and the protests that went on last month. And a lot of people on the left are saying, look at the difference here. You know, these white people are protesting not being able to get haircuts and having to wear masks and black people are protesting for their lives. Now, I want to make my opinion on those protests very, very, very clear. I think it was completely ridiculous. If you were out there protesting businesses forcing you to wear a mask that i mean what nowhere in the constitution does it say that a business has to has to let you you know wear or not wear a mask in fact it's the same thing as no shoes no shirt no service you if a business feels like that's the best way for it to proceed based on safety and a standard they want to set then that's that's their own proclivity to do so i think people are upset 
and they got emotional, and this is usually something that the left is at fault for, but most of these people in these protests were on the right, and I think it was just a, a moment of extreme emotion. They felt as if their rights were being infringed, and honestly, I think most of the measurements put in by the government to combat the coronavirus were f- to save people's lives, and they were for good, most of them. I'm only for reopening because I think that the longer we stall generation of wealth in the economy and the production of goods, it's only going to lead to more people's death in the long run than than COVID-19 did in total because you're you're, you know, you're not providing people with with a means to work and they can't they don't get any source of income and that's going to lead to more problems and inevitably people's deaths and long-term suffering than the coronavirus will. We're seeing now that the coronavirus has I don't know the exact statistic, but it's less than 0.1% of a death rate. And half of those deaths occur in old folks' homes in the first place. Not that the coronavirus was overstated. I think we we responded well because if we, had, if we hadn't responded the way we had, maybe it would have been a lot worse. But I'm saying now we know a lot of the facts and we know where a lot of the deaths are coming from and it is time to open up in that aspect. Now... The last thing I want to mention about these protests, I'm going to tread very, very lightly on because I know I'm in dangerous water here and I want to make sure my words are not parsed in any way. So there have been a lot of pictures of protesters from last month with the with a poster saying um, the German phrase, Albeit mach frei, which in German translates to work sets you free, which is also the same slogan that is above the archways at the Auschwitz concentration camp run by the Nazis in the Third Reich. Now, I want to make something very clear before I continue. Nazis and the Third Reich run by Adolf Hitler are... The, the, the Third Reich is, in my opinion, the greatest stain on human history. They are the most vile... They were the most vile individuals ever. The people, at the people at the top of this who orchestrated the Holocaust are some of the most disgusting people to ever have walked the earth. And when you, when you really take a moment and you realize that these were human people, because it's very easy to just, you know, call Nazis like they weren't even human. You know, you, like it's very easy to dehumanize them and make yourself feel like you're, you just distance yourself from them. But it's actually, it's actually very useful to sit there and to sit, sit down and think for a second that Adolf Hitler and Heinrich, Him- and Heinrich Himmler, they were... They were human beings. They were the same as you and me. There was something deeply wrong with them. But the fact that a human being was capable of such things and that they convinced millions of other people to partake in it, it's horrifying and disgusting. And the protesters who were using this this uh, this phrase this, that works, works sets you free, especially that they wrote it in German. I think that was very poor phraseology, and I'm not sure what they were trying to do exactly. I haven't read more about it. I just saw that this was... I saw um, a a couple different uh, pictures of it, so it was multiple people who had this poster. I think that's a very, very poor phrase to use considering where it came from, and I think the message behind it that the Nazis gave it is was distorted, right? It does not... They What the Nazis took that phrase to mean was obviously twisted and disgusting because it was forcing people to work and then they killed them and it nothing about nothing about that is good now this 
maybe, I mean, okay, maybe these people are just vicious anti-Semites and they're horrible people. However, there, there may be a useful meaning behind that phrase in the context specifically of these protests that I do want to think about because this is something that Professor uh, Jordan Peterson, he's a, he was a, he's a professor of psychology at the University of Toronto. I think he is the, one of the, greatest, the greatest thinker of our time. And he talks very much about how um, that in life you should not be searching for happiness. That's something that you should, at one point, grow out of. And 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 when you when you no longer are naive, you should realize you're not looking for happiness in your life. You're looking for meaning and responsibility. And why I bring this up and talking about that that phrase "works sets you free" and the Nazis and how it's all distorted. I just want to address that. A lot, a lot of the left's uh, solutions for people not working and staying in lockdown is to provide people with stimulus checks and monthly payments to, to get them through this time. Many suggesting, you know, outrageous numbers, upwards of three thousand dollars. I've been hearing uh, a month for each working American or each would-be working American adult. Okay, that's what they're suggesting, and I'm saying that is an awful idea because when you don't, when when human beings don't have that when they don't feel as if they have a purpose and they don't have personal responsibility, they descend into this state of chaos and, and self-destruction that is never productive. I mean, not only in the very physical sense do things not get produced in an economy when people aren't working and they're just receiving money, but also the people themselves on a psychological and a metaphysical level won't feel like they're accomplishing anything. And that will that that could make very long-lasting effects that would are way worse than than any virus could be. Well, not any virus, but this one specifically. Of course, looking at the death rates, we could be we could be doing something that ends up being a much more a much more major problem than we think it is. And I just wanted to address how important it is that you you find meaning and response and you in personal responsibility in the work that you do. Once again, not that that phrase was used properly. However, inside that tangled mess of distortion and, and the way the Nazis completely manipulated it, there is a message about about the, the meaning of work and how just, you know, money coming into an account through through, you know, government fiat money, that's that's not meaningful. That's not useful in the same way that actually doing work is. I know this was a, a short episode, but I just I had a lot to think about over these past couple of weeks with everything going on, and I really wanted to uh, just throw in what I've been thinking about and consolidating a lot of my thoughts. On that note, you're listening to Where Liberty Dwells podcast. I'm your host, Von Hilp.